guys, it's Tony Robbins. You're listening to Habits and Hustle. Crush it. Widely acknowledged as a leader in business leadership information, Harvard Business Review provides information, tools, and practical advice on leadership, management, and strategy through the hbr.org website, their print publication, and their podcasts. The site hbr.org is updated with great new business management articles daily and includes key insights to those interested in practical advice for better business management. Some examples of recent articles that I really got a lot from are Organization Change, What's Derailing Your Company's Transformation, and another one called Decision Making and Problem Solving, Leaders Framework for Decision Making. Plus, HBR produces a number of leading business podcasts from HBR on Leadership to HBR IdeaCast. I'm telling you guys, there's such great foundational information if you're trying to get a leg up on anything business. While much of Harvard's Business Reviews content is available for free, after signing up at their site, subscriptions to unlimited content start only at $10 a month. Go to www.hbr.org slash subscriptions and enter promo code HABITS right now to take advantage of this great offer. Again, go to www.hbr.org slash subscriptions and enter promo code HABITS to learn more about this great opportunity to help manage your career and business. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another solo of Habits and Hustle with my foil, Woo, Shawnee. Hello, everyone. So nice to see you. I know it is. You know what Sydney said? What? She goes, I haven't seen you in so long. Well, she hasn't. You've been very so busy trying to save the world. I am. You I'm know, on a mission, One Israeli at a time. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if it's the last thing I do, peace in the Middle East will come. Yes. I mean, that's what we all want. But that's where you've been. I haven't seen you for so long. Yeah. All right. So... I want to talk to you guys today about something that I I kind of was uh, doing some work on something, I guess, a week or so ago, and I wrote a little note to myself. I jotted a note down because I really wanted to have a podcast talking about something. Have Wait, you... a physical written note with a yeah, pen? Yeah, like I was in a meeting and I was talking about this whole concept. And then I'm like, you know, this would make a really interesting podcast episode. I want to talk about it and I want to bring it, bring it up with you. And what the topic is and what it is, it's a psychological marketing technique and it's the loss aversion technique. Hmm. Have you ever heard of this? I have heard of this. Okay. I, I have heard of this years ago. Okay. Interesting concept. It's a great concept. And I think I subconsciously use it a lot, but I don't know the de- the depths of it too well. Okay. Well, this is what it's basically, what it basically is. And I wrote down some notes that basically as human beings, people are twice as sensitive to loss than they are to gains. So if I give you $100, you'll be happy. But if you had to lose $100, you'd be twice as unhappy. Yes. Right? That makes sense, actually. It's it's, a, it's crazy. So that what marketing people do when they're creating a campaign or what salespeople do is that they want you to know basically what, what you'll lose. Yeah if you don't do something versus what you will gain. Mm. Because that psychologically, what, what the loss in your head is so much more severe than whatever, whatever that gain is. So like now that we're in 2024, 
And we are all talking about New Year's resolutions and what to do, you know, all these things that we want to like, we want to accomplish and do. If you really want to get someone to do, do what you want, if you want to try to persuade somebody to do something that you want them to do, you would tweak your technique based on this idea of loss aversion. So for example, if I said to you, Shawnee, come to the gym, you're going to get really fit. Actually, it would be way more persuasive if I said to you, Shawnee, come to the gym or else you're going to get really fat. <laughs> that would get me to the gym so <laughs> much I, faster. Right? If I said to you, Shawnee, come to the gym because, or else you're going to get really fat by not doing this thing, that psychologically will make you do that thing so much easier and quicker than me talking about, oh, Shawnee, if you come to the gym, you're going to get really strong. You're going to get really fit, you know, and you are going to feel great. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you like that. You may, you may go, but you won't go as consistently and as quickly mm. as if I told you of all this stuff. Like if I said, well, you're going to get fat. You're not going to look as good. Your skin's going to get you're bad. You're going to get bad. You're not going to, your mood, you're going to have, you're going to get, you're going to get depressed. You're not going to have a great mood. I, if I focus on all those things, you'll go way quicker. You'll be alone forever. You'll be alone for. I didn't say that, but <laughs> that would get me there fast. Like okay, and that's why they, that I was going through all these like negotiation techniques. Like it says here, like in negotiation, individuals may be more motivated to make concessions to avoid perceived losses rather than gain something. So when negotiating, emphasizing what the other party may lose by not agreeing to the terms can be a much more powerful persuasion or customer retention. That's why subscription models crush. Mm. Do you see how everybody now are now doing subscription? Every company, every business are basically creating their businesses around these subscription models. And this is for the same reason, because they basically employ loss aversion by offering discounted rates for continued membership or reminding customers about the benefits they'll lose if they cancel. That's so interesting. And it's true. Like if I think about all the subscriptions that I have, that I have, I never use, by the way, I never use any, like I use Netflix. I use, what else do I use? For, uh, what else would I use? I don't know what you subscribe I mean, to. Very few do I actually use in subscription, right? But the idea of like me not having it and then I would be missing out on something that they have and mm -hmm. then I won't have it. It's like kind of like FOMO. It's FOMO. I was the entire time you've been talking. I'm thinking like this is literally Gen Z FOMO marketing. That's the whole idea it's, is like getting people to see that like they might miss out. That's right, the whole concept. Because I, I see it is. It's, what yeah. the idea, it's basically loss aversion technique is equivalent to FOMO because a lot of times yeah. when I don't go to an event or a party or something that I was invited to or should go to, the reason what makes me go is because of what I would be missing, not based on what I would be gaining. Like I never think, oh, well, I'll see a lot of people that I haven't seen. I'll, I'll, I will talk to some great people. I'll socialize. You know, I'll have a couple of non-alcoholic drinks because I don't drink. I would think, oh my God, who would be there that I would not get a chance to meet? Or like, <laughs> what am I missing? What's going to happen? What drama will happen? Or what am I going to be missing out on versus what I would be gaining? 
And if you really think about like why you do the things that you do, you notice that that's kind of what, why you're doing what you're doing a lot of the times. Yeah. So like these subscription models, like I was going through a bunch of them, like all these like, I don't know, even like vit supplement companies. I'm like, what if I run out of this thing and I'm not going to get it or I, I don't want to spend the $4 it's going to cost me to buy them singularly. I'd rather pay for it all year and save 67 cents on each bottle. Like, that's really what I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of like how clothes gets marketed to me because I'm a big shopper when it comes to clothes. Mm -hmm. By the way, in lieu of our last podcast before, my system, not resolution, is to purchase higher quality items and less cheap items. Mm -hmm. My way of doing that is limiting myself to like one to two items a month that are actually good quality pieces mm. instead of like a lot of shopping. But I'm thinking when I'm being sold those things, I'm not necessarily buying it because I love the outfit. I'm buying it because I don't not want to look like the person wearing the outfit that I'm seeing wearing. I'm like, I have to, I can't, I can't miss out on looking like that for a, for a day. Do you know what I mean? Or for like a time. Like, it's just such a, right. there's it's like, like, it's like a thing of, it's crazy. It's a scarcity. It's so crazy. It's a scarcity or lack of. Yeah. That is basically motivating your behavior versus what you'll gain from that behavior 100%. like when, when a salesperson and i you know and that's what I, that was what the meeting was really about like i was saying like when someone sells me something a really good salesperson what they do really well is they embed in me all the things that i will lose or lose out on if i don't do the thing versus play up the positives yeah. and that's when they get me every time yeah, right yeah yeah like oh you know, like right now, the membership, even at the fitness, at, you know, oh, I know. I know. is I no initiation fee. Let's just say. I was like, there was a number of like, pat, like class things that I wanted to like buy. I was like, oh, if I, and the deal and, and I had to stop myself because I thought, okay, I'd save 10 or $15 a month. But if I sign up in four months, like, does that matter? 15, I'm going to sign up okay. now for 15. It's like crazy. I'm going to give you a great example. I actually fought that. I fought that one, but they worked hard. Oh, I'm, they I'm almost got you, me. This is a really good example. And Noah, my husband makes fun of me all the time about this. He says it's it's girl math. Yeah, oh yeah, girl okay. math is the best. And yeah. I use it all the time. <laughs> okay. All the time. Like for an example, Rakuten. Rakuten, <laughs> I think it's called Rakuten, right? Like it's that app that, you know, you get back a percentage of money for every dollar <laughs> you spend. Yeah. Okay. So like, and it changes all the time based on the day, right? So like for an example, if I'm going to Bloomingdale's or if I'm shopping online at Bloomingdale's, you know, one day I, I could save 2% on Rakuten or I get, get 2% of my money back or I'll get some days 10%. Something in my brain must be like flashing when <laughs> I see the number going to 10% or 12%, I think three, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to be making so much money. Yeah. So I'll buy a bunch of stuff that I don't even need, like spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars on crap I don't need because I'm saving technically, even though I'm not saving, I'm making back 10%, 100%. when really I'm not making a damn thing back. I'm just spending a lot of money and then I'll get a check in the mail for like 10% with it. It's just like so ridiculous. Yeah. And that's why those companies are so good and they get you every time. 
They really do. Yeah. And they're, they're marketing. I always knew marketing did wonders on me. But even as a kid, my dad had an ad agency. He grew, he, I grew up learning about marketing tactics and not to be sold. And yet here I am sitting, buying everything. I'm like, oh, that's, that's great. That's nice. That works, you know? A hundred percent. It's seven touch points with me. You could just get me on like one, one ad. <laughs> no, it's a hundred, no, it's a hundred percent. Like people who are amazing marketers are really good at understanding human psychology and what makes a brain tick. So to me, like those to me, like marketers are the best psychologists in the world, bar none, because they know how to get your brain to act, to react, what you're going to react to. They know what you're going to do 20 steps before you even do it. Yeah. And so, I, you know, I just want, I, I guess this, the purpose of me talking about this is number one, if you are a marketer, or if you are someone starting a business, understand what this loss aversion technique is. I think it's really helpful when you're trying to acquire customers. And if you're a customer and not someone who's starting a business, be mindful and cognizant that this is a really brilliant technique of what works and what you should be very aware of so you don't make you know, silly decisions and choices. That's it. A hundred percent. And also use this as motivation. Understand, like if you're not motivating yourself with the positives that you're going to get from something, then motivate yourself with the negatives you're not going to get by not doing that thing or you're going to get by not doing that thing. So if getting to the, if being fit doesn't get you to the gym, but potentially getting out of shape gets you to the gym, then use that. Use that fuel. If it's not making the money that gets you to your job or like inspires you, then maybe it's not having any money that gets you motivated, you know? Well, I think everything is a about that, yeah. right? It's about thinking of what will happen if you don't do it mm-hmm. versus what happens if you do it. I think yeah. that's all that motivates. It works for me every time. Obviously, it works on you, it works yep. on a lot of people. Just keep that idea in your head, that technique in your head, and let us know. Comment. Let you know what that's a great thing. Like, if you guys, if you, whoever's watching this, listening to this, give me in comments some examples of where this actually, this tactic worked on you. Or where, or where you have used this tactic to help in your situation. I think I'm always fascinated by this stuff. This to me is super fascinating. So let me know, leave a comment and uh, let me know. And happy 2024. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world, and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you want to learn and level up, you will be forever young. 
So join Podcast Royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox or wherever you listen to your podcasts.